Welcome back to Notes from the North, your go-to Minnesota Vikings podcast. Before we get started, we want to offer thanks to purpleptsd.com and vikingsterritory.com for giving us a chance to post our podcast over there. Sure to check out great Vikings coverage over at purpleptsd.com and vikingsterritory.com. Welcome to Notes from the North with Kyle and Sam. Well, back for another week at Notes from the North. Uh, today, we've got some off-season maneuvering plans to to figure out. So uh, I'm going to, we'll, we'll turn over to Kyle to do that in a second here. But before we get into that, I know there's been some playoff football. Uh, I know you were watching a little bit yesterday. Um, I know it has some impacts in terms of our predictions mm-hmm. uh, that we made at the start of the playoffs. You are officially eliminated. Uh <laughs> I've got. Uh, <laughs> I actually couldn't remember if I. What were my picks again? You had San Fran and yeah. you had uh, Buffalo. Gosh, I'm an idiot, eh? Yeah, yeah. I Crazy. and I, I had Kansas City. They're my lone survivor, and I think that means I got to pick them by default. Uh, I picked San yeah. Fran as well, which was a mistake. I should have known when you picked them. Uh, right. I was going to go a different exactly. direction. And I exactly. said, actually, I was like, I don't want to choose both the number one seeds, although. Uh, obviously that was what my gut was saying. So, uh, in a roundabout way, I'm perfect so far. Um, one final thing I'll say about that, cause I know we don't like dwell on it, but both number one season, how much talk was there in the past few weeks about getting that bye week and being rusty and this and that and so on and so forth. And here are the two one seeds are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. The, and two very good teams. I think realistically. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 In a sense, sure. probably could argue that they were both like being the number one seeds. They're the best teams there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Fair um, enough. I had good good teams yesterday. Obviously, San Fran was in a tough spot with their quarterback play, but um, mm-hmm. let, let's let's transition here. So, just yep. so people are aware, um, with the way that Cal and I schedules are working out over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be doing a, a double hit here. We're going to release one t- episode today, uh, one episode tomorrow. Uh, we'd hold off until next week, but knowing how fast information sometimes changes, I want to mm. get things out <laughs> as, as quickly as possible. So. Today, what we're going to look at, uh, I think there's a real buzz around the team right now in terms of everyone wants to think about what do the Vikings do in the offseason? And I think I've certainly heard uh, a lot of conversation about uh, there's a few options, right? Or whether you're cutting guys or trading guys or restructuring guys. Uh, mm-hmm. And it feels like often uh, it's the restructuring that ends up happening. But what Kyle is going to do today, he's been given the task of uh, GM for the day. And this is neither prescriptive nor uh, predictive, but Kyle is going to take on the responsibility of clearing up a boatload of cap space uh, for the Vikings. So Kyle, anything else to add before we get into it? No, I just, I mean, if you look at over the cap right now, as of January 30th, 2023, over the cap has us at, uh, I say us, Minnesota Vikings at a a touch more than 23 million over the cap, right? Um, you know, fittingly enough for the website we're talking about. So the goal here is, as Sam was saying, neither predictive, I'm not predicting this is what's going to happen, nor am I prescribing what they should do, rather just talking about some of the options based off the info we're getting from OTC and just kind of acknowledging this reality that money has to get shoveled around because they're over the cap, right? And, and you know, they, of course, they want to make moves and this kind of thing. So, um this is about just describing possibilities. Okay. So yeah. the goal is going to be, you know, can we get the defense just dealing with defensive players 
can we clear up 50 million, 50, five zero uh, in cap space? Not because that's significant in and of itself, it's an arbitrary number, but one that's just kind of nice and uh, large and kind of, you know, it makes more sense than can we clear up 33.2 million? You know, just 50 is a nice round number. And so we're going to see how we can get there. Okay. If we can get there. And I'm genuinely saying here, I honestly don't know if we can without any, you know, outlandish moves. But I think we can get pretty darn close. So we'll, um, you know, we'll discuss what that that is. Okay. Right. Okay. So we right now, Vikings are, like you said, 23 million over the cap. We're yeah. going to clear, we're starting with the defense. We're going to clear 50 million. And 50 so million. Yeah. There is, there's obviously some big names here. So I know yeah. when I look at over the cap, they've already flipped over to 2023. That's now. right. They're ready for 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 us armchair GMs to come in. Uh, exactly. Right. Exactly. So you've got uh, Harrison Smith, Zadarius, <laughs> uh, Yikes, Smith, uh, Daniel Hunter, Eric Kendricks, and Dalvin Tomlinson as the top five earners there. So yep. where do you, where are you going to start here about uh, what the Vikings possibly could do? So one possibility that's been discussed a lot and in the rumors is if they were to decide to move on from both their starting two off-ball linebackers, Jordan Hicks, Eric Hendricks, a simple cut for both, that would clear up 14 and a half million. Okay. okay. So Sam's going to kind of be our, I, I got a pen and paper, a pencil and paper in front of me kind of thing. I think Sam's going to be trying to uh, uh, tally things up in a kind of a more uh, official manner. Hopefully he's got his calculator going. Yep, they I got the decide, Okay, excellent. So they're deciding what Kendricks and Hicks uh, we're not going to bring them into 2023. They can make that decision if they want. Uh, that's going to be 14 and a half million between the two. 9.5 million is saved from cutting Kendricks. 5 million is saved from cutting Hicks. And the result of that is obviously two open roster spots, the extra money, but I think just over 3 million in dead money, which in the overall budget isn't nothing, but it's also not backbreaking either. Right. Yeah. So there's 14 and a half million right there. Okay. Okay. Now, let's say they want to then push that a little bit higher. They could decide to move on from Zazaria Smith, who at present is going to account for, according to OTC, just under $15.5 million. But cutting him, simple pre-June 1 cut, would be a touch over $12 million. So let's say just a, a nice simple round number, Sam. Let's say $12 million, 1.5. Or sorry, $12 million, 150000 So it's what, $12.15. Okay. Cutting Smith. That's a, that's a touch under what they're saying, but it's kind of a nice round number. And that kind of gets us part of the way there. How far does that take, Sam? So that's somewhere in the high 20s? 20, 26.65. So uh, you're okay. you're over halfway there. Uh, cutting three guys, three right. big losses, we'll acknowledge. Huge but losses. Also we're, we're strictly yeah. like, hey, you know what? We're going to clear, clear the space. Yeah. This is what's what's happened. So um, clearing space this is a this is a possibility okay um i would be very sad moving on from zadaria smith because i just don't believe that elite edge rushers grow on trees and he has the capacity to be elite and obviously we saw a different performance in the opening half the second half um but in any case moving on from you know humongously impactful edge rushers that to me feels um anyhow i'm yeah. not the gm so what who cares what i think so from there, though, we're going to kind of pivot. And the maximum thing you can do to clear cap space for Harrison Smith, apart from a post-June 1 cut, which we can maybe talk about a little bit later, but if you were to extend him, you could actually free up almost $11 million by okay. extending and pushing things to the max. Let's say they don't do that, though, 
because it doesn't seem like they're going to want to extend him. He's a little bit older. They redid his deal last year anyhow. They could, in theory, restructure his deal and clear up 9.1 million, just touch below 9.1. So let's say that instead they restructure him. So they're going to restructure Harrison Smith, and that's going to add 9.9 million, right, to our uh, projected, sorry, 9.1 million. My, my apologies. 9.1 million. Yeah, exactly. 9.1 for a Harrison Smith restructure. Okay. So that's where you're going to add on a touch more money here. And now in, the way, in a lot of ways, we're kind of cruising, right? We've, we've kind of gotten the majority of the way there, but things kind of come screeching to a halt to a certain extent. This is when things get a little bit more challenging to get that, you know, kind of chunk money. Okay. But Daniel Hunter, you'll see is underpaid. 13.12 million is going to be his cap hit this upcoming year, which is not very much for some of his abilities. Let's say they want to extend him. Okay. Because again, you're talking about an elite edge rusher. They could free up a touch more than 3 million through an extension. And that's quite plausible to my mind because I think he's only 28, Sam. And he actually finished as a top 10 edge rusher on PFF. He led the team in sacks with 10.5. I liked Daniel Hunter, and I think he adjusted quite well, all things considered. Let's say they push it to the max with the extension and they free up $3 million there with Daniel Hunter. Okay. okay. So let's say extension for Hunter. We get a restructure for Smith. We've got potential cuts for Kendricks, Hicks, and Zadarius Smith. Okay. Now, from there, Sam, let's talk about a couple trades and see where that gets us. So let's say the Vikings want to move on from a couple of young players, Cameron Dantzler and DJ Wanham. Okay. Um, it's easier to trade someone like Dantzler and Wanham because they're young, they still have some upside, and it's a cheap contract, right? And just a few years ago, they would have been uh, part of a lot of teams' evaluation process, you know, looking at draft picks kind of thing. So there often is a market for players on the tail end of the rookie deal, um, maybe don't have a future with uh, the team they're currently on, uh, but there can be, you know, just think of the trade for Rager, Blacklock. You know, this is exactly what Quasio Dolphomensa did prior to this current season. So it wouldn't be shocking if somebody was calling him a Dantzler or Wanham, perhaps. I don't think you're going to get humongous draft capital, but this could happen, right? right. So, um, and, and it's entirely possible they'll still be in town you know, heading into 2023, but it's also possible they won't be. So let's talk about trades as kind of another avenue to, you know, obviously pick up draft capital, but then potentially free up cap space. If you were to trade Cameron Dantzler, you'd free up $2,745,000. If you were to trade DJ Wanham, you'd free up $2,745,000. So you can just do $2,745,000 times two. And that's going to get you past five million bucks added on added on to your total. Okay, so let's say those are two possibilities that they're going to explore. Sam, can we do a tally and see where that leaves us in terms of our goal of getting to fifty million? I would suspect we're probably somewhere in the mid to low forties, yeah. um, but I'll have to get the final tally. Forty-four point two five, roughly. Right. Okay. So this this is where things get a little dicey, right? This is where forty-four point two five. Okay, so we need to come up with five to six million dollars. Uh, we've already dealt with Harrison Smith, Darius Smith, Daniel Hunter, Eric Kendricks, uh, Jordan Hicks. If they wanted to, they could. Let's just talk about, we won't even necessarily jot these down as kind of official ish kind of um, possibilities. 
you know, a Harrison Phillips extension could free up more than 2.7 million. You know, that could be a portion of things. Uh, they could decide to move on from Ross Blacklock, who they just traded for uh, last year. But then in so doing, uh, in so doing, they would, let's see here, what's the final, just under, just under 1.7 million, right? So that kind of gets you a portion away there, those two moves. The other possibility, Sam, is a post-June 1 cut, right? And so just for a little bit of clarity uh, on what that means, it allows you to spread out the dead cap hit, right? So rather than taking the entire dead cap hit in this current season, you'd spread it out over you know, consecutive years. And in so doing, you'd give yourself more cap room in the immediate, but then less in the future budget because rather than just in the 2023, it's also going to hit in 2024. Um, so with that in mind, you could, right, say decide to cut um, Hicks or Kendricks and instead of having, like, let's say, for instance, let's look at Kendricks here. So post-June 1 cut, let's see, pre-June 1, post-June 1, doesn't do much for them. Zedarius Smith, let's see if it does anything. Yeah, so Zedarius Smith, for instance, you could, uh, you could add on a couple more million or one and a half plus million in extra room. Um, that's a possibility there. The, one of the major caveats being that the cap space is only available as the title was just post June one after June one, so that kind of is not super helpful if you're looking for that money in mid March when free agency begins. Um, so we kind of in the end here, we kind of discuss a lot of the major possibilities, major names, uh, rumors that are floating around. Um, we get to mid forties, I think Sam say pretty confidently, but yep. uh, a little short of fifty. Um, some of these moves will likely be made or could possibly be made, you know, cuts and trades and restructures, you know, something has to happen. Neither Samurai know what's going to happen, of course, but um, possibility is there. And we should probably expect to see a different defense next year, given the way things went in 2022. Yeah, you certainly hope, right? And I think that uh, if you look at what the Vikings would look like if all those moves were made, um, certainly a lot weaker but also you've got the cap space to be able to do some things and um yeah i think you, you mentioned a few different options there mm -hmm. it uh i personally i'll just say this as we wrap up um here i i really don't like the idea of punting things down future years uh right like unless unless it really uh makes sense but yeah again yeah we're this is you've kind of gone through optimal hey what's the the quickest way to getting to 50 million uh, in yep. terms of space. I think one, one of the number or names that uh, again, not saying that this is, this should happen, but a Dalvin Tomlinson cut post June one frees up 5 million. Uh, right. And right. So, so, so that's, that's a really good point. That's a really, really, really good point. So yep. that's, that's that in a sense, if you look at who would be most beneficial to cut in that post June one phase, because again, mm -hmm. a, a pre-June one cut for him, uh, if I have the number correct, is there's zero benefit. There's it's a like there's zero um, zero cap saving, but a post-June one is is five. So right, again, I think those those post-June one cuts are difficult. One because you're punting into the future, and two, uh, you don't have the money. Um, it, it you're you're delaying into the off season uh, when you have your money, but 
I know we find that often those situations are you can sign your rookie deals and and figure out that mm-hmm. that piece. So um, yeah, one final thing that's a good point. One thing to keep in mind: Dalvin Tomlinson's not actually under contract going into this next season. You know, the cap hit that we're seeing, the dead money, it's a result of four years, and so we don't necessarily have to get into that right now. Um, but Sam's just basically talking about uh, you know possibility to lessen the cap hit, even though Dalvin Tomlinson, unless they sign a deal tomorrow is going to be a free agent. He's not actually under contract in the upcoming season. Right. Yes. Yeah. Good clarification there. Um, so good. Well, again, uh, be sure to direct all your comments at, at Kyle. Uh, <laughs> That's right. All your criticism. Again, maybe just a, uh, a third disclaimer, not what should happen, but what, what could happen. So yeah, we'll wrap up there and be sure to check out uh, the next episode where we're going to talk about the offense. Part two. <laughs>